Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. It was hard for me to come into the studio today because last night I finished watching, Rachel, the final episode of The Affair on Showtime. Oh, you're welcome. You're so welcome. This was one of your best recommendations. It, it, and what's interesting is I knew that you wouldn't love the beginning of it because it's not clear what why it's great until about the middle. It's great. So this whole idea... That a story can be told, because as you said to me, there are two main characters, right? There's Allison and there's Noah, and he's married, and she's married, and they have an affair. And the whole show is told first from one of their perspectives, and then the tape is rewound and told from the other person's perspective. And it's not, at the beginning, it's not different enough that you're really getting what the conceit is. It's like, uh, okay. Subtle things, Little right? subtle things. Like, I find it so interesting that they're always wearing slightly different things in their well, different versions. Well, he remembers her as being really hot. With, yeah. Like her breasts falling out of her waitress uniform. But the thing that it made me think about this morning was how unbelievably true it is that there really can be two different sides to a story that are both true. Well, the brilliance of the series, and I'm trying not to spoil things for those of you who haven't heard the affair, is that at the very end, what you realize is not only are there two versions, yours and somebody else's, but there are so many other versions that you're not even counting during during your experience that at the end of that show you realize that the whole time you think you've been watching two sides and you're tricked the whole thing is yet a third version that and, you didn't know and this is the thing that's been keeping me up at night while i've been watching it how many times during the day am i feeling clenched about something because i am sure that the other person's story being told either about me or about a piece of work that I did or something in my home with my kids or my husband isn't true. You know, I, I get it's not so, true. I get so attached. In fact, I think we all really do. Not just to versions of what happened. Well, it's all to my memory of what happened. Yes. Somehow it feels actually like an emergency if somebody challenges my memory of something. I get vicious. I get nasty. It's a 
Suzanne, you just read me an email the other day that you... Well, this was this was kind of unbelievable. So an email comes into my inbox. Can you re- can you read it? I I'm going to pull it up. And I'm I'm telling Rachel about this because it it was the perfect example of how much one small fact can change an entire story right. if you get that fact wrong. Right. So this email comes into my inbox, written from a man, a powerful man in the Chicago tech community. It's from his email, sent to a gajillion people. And it's about this program in Chicago that is um, a celebration of women in, in technology. And the email has these lines in it that sound like this. Here was the line that really got me. There's something about this past week that made me want to stand up and give women in Chicago and in the world a round of applause. Okay. Oh, and, and coming from a man. Coming like, from a man. Good for you. Right. Like, that's so cute, those those women in tech. I want to applaud them. And it jarred me so much. It clenched me so much because all I could think of was, how dare a man take that role of being so patronizing to women when the entire program is about raising their status. So, so here you go. So so here's what happens. Just let's slow-mo this moment because it happens to all of us. Okay. You have this fire rising in yes. your chest of some kind of trigger. You're triggered. Right? Oh, so triggered. And the narrative starts taking shape, a mi- I mean, a mile a minute. You start, and, wh- and for us, <laughs> that narrative is almost always going to end in an email. <laughs> always. <laughs> right? Always. Right? But for other people, that narrative ends in various ways of going, and and another thing, and here's <laughs> what you did, and here's, like, think about it in a marriage or in a relationship. Oh, yeah. You've got, by the time you get home, You've got the entire story wound around a single factoid. And you can't wait to prove that factoid. It's already proven to yourself twice. You've already had that conversation. So in our world, that manifests in the form of an email. Mm -hmm. And and to my credit, Rachel and I, look, we have had many, many lessons over the years. Almost career-ending. Actually, sometimes actually career-ending. Career-ending emails that should never have been sent. And and really are good about bouncing things off each other and saying tone now we just tone. have a, I'll, I'll send it to you just with one word tone question yeah. mark right and sometimes you'll just send it back with just big x through it <laughs> do not send do not send this email so i was writing and and checking my tone as i was writing and the point that i wanted to make to him was this kind of an email forget this specific one but any email that celebrates women in this way is best coming from another woman. We have plenty of high-ranking women in the Chicago business community who could have been the voice of this email, and it would have been a completely different message. That was my main thrust yeah, in I my read, email. I read your email. Mm-hmm. That may have been the thrust. But it was <laughs> up. That thrust went up an orifice where it wasn't supposed to go. Thank you for that image. Okay. Um, so I don't shame the sender. I privately email him and two others and shame him privately shame him privately in front of his peers and i'm convinced that this story needs to be changed and i want them to issue an apology etc cetera, etc cetera. and that's when i find the one fact which was not known to me or to anyone else receiving the email was that the email actually was written by a woman by a woman it was written by a woman 
it got sent out as a cut and paste without the header saying who wrote it. So there was no intro saying, I'm forwarding an email that came to me from. Okay. So the minute I heard that, of course, my first experience is shame, (laughs) complete shame. But then I really did think to myself, and again, the guys on this email agreed, Everything changed when you knew that that came from well, a woman. Well, so, but that's the larger point. The larger point is that's true really 20 times a day that you have it. Because, look, it's natural to make stories up. That's how we make meaning of our days. So something happens, you've got a story. You walk out of the room and you have a whole story about what happened, right? You carry these stories with you as if they are truth, as if they are actual gospel, your private gospel, okay? And by the way, you talk about getting attached to a story. When stuff happens to you when you're young, it's real gospel. That's a conviction that's very hard to let go of. And if you want proof of that, go back to a Thanksgiving dinner like this year. Go to Thanksgiving dinner with your siblings and get their versions of the very same events, which are radically different. And it is not just shocking, but really disturbing. Like, no, 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 no. I've built my entire personality around my version of this. Everyone is an unreliable narrator. Yeah. E- everyone. Everyone, including you. Including so you. Don't get so attached to your story. And please take the object lesson of Suzanne Mushin and don't act on Okay, this is coming that. from a woman who this week, Rachel, sent to me an email that I read. I read her email And it was snarky and very, very judgmental about someone else. And she admitted to me later that morning that she was a millimeter away from applying all. And that would have been career ending. That would have actually been career. Well, for this podcast, it would have been career Career ending ending for this podcast. podcast. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So thanks for that advice. But the truth is. The lesson for me in all of this is there are not just two sides to every story. There are 10 sides to so every story. So when you are weaving your precious narrative, just say to, take a moment to say to yourself, pick somebody else in that room and actually play that person's narrative. Say, well, let's just say you're at work and you know, you're in a big battle with somebody at work, Okay. Play that very same event that you're fuming about from that person's perspective. Force yourself to. Play it out loud with someone else. You have to actually be that person. Force yourself to play that story, and that will suddenly release you from attachment to your own. And it it could change everything because you'll respond in such a productive way when you do that. (sighs) Okay. Okay, so you're going to go now apologize. Wait, is there a season three of The Affair? There will be. I'm... I guess. I I don't know. Given the way it ended, it's not clear, but I'm not spoiling it. We could spoil it for so many people right now. Mm -hmm. Let's not. Okay. There is fiction in the space between the lines on your page of memories. Write it down, but it doesn't mean you're not just telling stories. If you enjoyed today's show and want to hear more from Rachel and Suzanne, you can follow them on Twitter at Big Payoff Radio and like them on Facebook at The Big Payoff. Our theme music comes from Penthouse Suites. Hear more at penthouse, S-W-E-E-T-S dot com. 
Download past episodes and subscribe to The Big Payoff on the ACAST app or at iTunes, and you can always find us online at bigpayoffradio.com. Everyone is an unreliable narrator. Everyone. Everyone, including you. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 